there's been a lot uh, going on in the church in regards to leadership with the synod and uh, with the pope and cardinals and all the stuff that's happening within the church. And today we hear Jesus himself concerning the issue of religious leadership. I've been a priest for 16 years and I admit that the words we hear today from the prophet Malachi and the gospel are deeply challenging, especially to me. You know, obviously on Sunday I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to me, I'm preaching to whoever will listen. But today, today the words strike deep at the priesthood itself. And seeing as how we are all sinners in this world, if we lose Jesus in the midst of whatever we're in, it will go bad. Be that politics, the arts, sciences, sports, whatever it is, because we tend towards selfishness. We tend towards getting our way. And if you take Jesus out of the picture, we will tend towards corruption. But when it comes to religion, the ancient Roman proverb rings true. In Latin, it is corruptio optimi pessima. The corruption of the best is the worst. So when religion, that which gets us in touch with God, when that goes bad, it goes really bad. And it affects everyone. The prophets and Jesus himself are constantly calling out religious corruption. Religious leadership. Here's the problem. Outside of the Catholic Church, everybody will take this scripture passage that they hear today. Our Protestant brothers and sisters, atheists, agnostics, people that hate the Catholic Church. And they will take this and because of the corruption... Most people then want to say, we just need to do away with religion. And we certainly need to do away with religious leadership, religious authoritarianism. Now, although Jesus and Malachi's words are harsh, they're very harsh, it is not a dismissal of religion or religious leadership. Jesus himself says it today in the gospel. I don't know if you've heard it. He's speaking to the scribes and Pharisees. You know, the Jews had somewhat of a hierarchy. Scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees, high priests. Like it was all there. And so when Jesus says to him, he says, They have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore what? Don't listen to them? Disregard them? Because they're corrupt? No. He says, They have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore do and observe whatever they tell you. Jesus is all about organized religion. He's all about hierarchical leadership. None of the prophets or Jesus himself stood against the temple, the sacrifice of the temple, or the Mosaic law. He even says, he says, you know, maybe you heard this as a condemnation when he says, they, you know, these leaders, they tie up heavy burdens and lay them upon people's shoulders. He's not even upset about that. As if we should just like, oh, this burden of religion, it's so hard. Just get rid of it and let's be free and love Jesus. That's the modern mentality of Christianity. Jesus doesn't even condemn the laying of heavy burdens. And in fact, Jesus himself makes the burden more heavy. I'm going to give you an example of this. In the Sermon on the Mount, the Mosaic Law said, Thou shalt not commit adultery. What did Jesus say? 
He said, oh, you've heard it said, thou not, shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, if you even look at a woman with lust in your heart, or women, if you look at men with lust in your heart, you've already committed adultery. Good Lord. The burden just got ten times more heavy. Jesus is not about doing away with any of this. Or just because it's difficult that you get a pass. It has nothing to do with that. What Jesus is mad about, and what the prophets are mad about, is the arrogance and the misuse of religious leadership. We can't just drop Christian truths on people and then walk away as if we're in some other class as priests. And that went on for way, way, way too long. Way too long. You know, Malachi says in the first reading, he says, You have turned aside from the way and are causing many to falter. Do you know who he's talking to? It was in the reading today. Were you paying attention? Raise your hand if you know the answer. The priests. Thanks for making me feel terrible. Why? Because they're corrupt. They've gone bad. They're rotten. This haunts me. My entire priesthood, you guys, has been under the shadow of the clergy sexual abuse scandal. My entire life is a devoted Christian, actually, because I was Catholic in name only until I had my conversion in 2002. And when I had my conversion, I joined the seminary. Two months before I joined the seminary, the clergy abuse scandal of Boston went national. And I have lived in that shadow ever since as a priest. And people were like, why did you even go? And I'm like, because that's not the priesthood. And I want to show people what the priesthood is. The priesthood is a huge, huge gift. And you don't know what it's like. When you're a normal, I think I'm normal. <laughs> if you don't, you're laughing. When you're, when you're a normal man with normal desires and people look at you with suspect and they question your motives and they call you a pedophile. Why? Because of anything I did? No. It's because of corrupt leadership. And now we bear the burden of it. We have to suffer it. And so in the first reading, I understand Malachi's anger. I understand God's anger through his prophet. These men that were supposed to be devoted to leading the people of God somehow, somehow, turned into abuse and pain and suffering to those who were least able to fight for themselves. Words cannot capture how evil this was. And has the priesthood suffered for this? Absolutely. Has the church suffered for this? Overwhelmingly. And it's told to us in the scriptures. Listen to what Malachi says. I will send a curse upon you. And of your blessing I will make a curse. I have made you, you priests, contemptible and base before all the people. The abuse by priests has resulted in a terrible curse on the priesthood. One that we caused. 
And we will suffer it for many more years. I promise you that. And so what's the answer? The answer Jesus gives us, it's so clear today. What does he tell to the religious authorities? Stay humble. Stay humble. And remember who you serve. If you've ever seen the movie Spotlight, it's a very hard movie to watch. Not a family-friendly movie, for the record, parents. But if you want to watch a film that was done, I think, very fairly and well about the the clergy abuse in Boston, watch that movie. Because there's one point in that movie when Cardinal Law, who's the Cardinal Archbishop of Boston, has been covering all this stuff up. And why is he covering it up? Because he has power. He has a lot of it. And men will do horrific things to hang on to power. And that's why Jesus says, stay humble. Be the least. Be the servant. Because absolute power corrupts absolutely. And when they come after him, the journalist says, we have to expose this. And the police and lawyers look at him and say, do you realize who you're dealing with? This man runs Boston. He's the most powerful man in the city. Tell me where Jesus said that's how we're supposed to lead. Tell me where that's the example of Christ-like service. Being the most powerful man. Who was the, the cardinal in L.A.? I can't remember his name right now. He was voted top five most important people in America. For what? <laughs> For his Christ-like model? No, because he was that influential. And he was a mess too. Corruption comes. Jesus knows it. He sees it. He sees it when we get too powerful, too self-focused, and we forget about the people we serve. The saints didn't become saints by living easy lives. They laid down their lives in service to others. And they bore the sins of people that came before them for the good of the church. They paid for the evil that was committed. And we too, us priests, will have to. And for the record, it is not an easy way to live. And so I want to ask you for something this weekend, just for me. (laughs) It's the only time I'm ever asking something just for me. I am far from where I need to be as a priest. I know that. But I'm trying. And I want and I believe that one day I will be a saint if I surrender to Jesus. And so what I ask of you is that you would please pray that I would remain humble and focused on the mission. That I would remain a man of prayer and service. And it's not easy to do that right now. The whole world's against the church, as I'm sure you're aware. I want to end with a story of Pope John the Twenty-Third. He was putting on his vestments before Mass. It was this big Mass at St. Peter's, and his MC was helping him get vested. <clears throat> These vestments were just so ornate and so beautiful. And he said to his MC this, May the splendor of these garments always remind me of the souls I am called to serve. He didn't say we shouldn't have beautiful vestments. He didn't say we shouldn't have the title of priest or the papacy. He just said, I hope that I can remain humble and focused on the mission that Jesus has entrusted to me. 
And above all, that we priests realize that we're called to serve and lay down our lives. The priesthood is an incredible gift. I pray that before I die, I will see the dignity of the priesthood restored.